everyone, it's Maggie and Ellie and you're listening to Grown Ups The Podcast. Good morning, welcome back to Grown Ups The Podcast. It feels weird that you're saying morning and it's night time. <laughs> Good morning everybody, this is a cheeky pre-record. We hope, uh, we hope, we hope, we hope, we hope you're all, we hope you're all having a fantastic bank holiday Monday. Don't get sad yet, but this is the last one in May. We've done it all three now. It's done. We've rinsed them. I know. Why did they pack it all into one month? Because now the next one's like August, which is carnival and then Christmas. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Done. <sighs> done. Yeah. Very sad. But it's you know what fair. isn't sad? Guys, Ellie right now is in Bali. This is a pre-record, so because she's going to Bali for her birthday, she's in Bali right now. So, Ellie, if you're listening in Bali. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do you know what? I'll actually make sure I listen. I'll be on the beach sipping a pina colada um, and I'll listen to our beautiful voices. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking of y'all. I hope it's sunny. Um, But on the note, of that's got me well excited for yeah I'm ready to be on a plane I know that's your lifestyle yeah but me I'm a once a year kind of girl so (laughs) um but on the note of bank holidays yeah so this is like I say everything's a hot topic it's not a hot topic but it's something that I've been thinking about because obviously let's be honest most people one day yeah would love to be a business owner as opposed to the person working for the man right Mm -hmm. but the thing about being a business owner is when you own that business and you have all these bank holidays, you're actually loss making. Yes. So the bank holidays are never as exciting as they used to be because it's not a day off for you. It's actually a day where you're like, damn, I'm having to pay all these people for nothing. True. So what are your thoughts on that? Do you think bank holidays are good? Or do you think actually them adding what well, we had an extra one this year and extra one last year, right? Do you think that's actually taking the piss? And do you think small businesses especially should be able to say to people actually I'm not giving you this bank holiday especially in right now like times are tough small businesses are struggling right you know what I've never looked at it like that but it's actually Mm. a good point like companies must lose money from bank holidays and how can how can yeah how can the king just well I guess because he's the king (laughs) I was gonna say how can a king just say no you're not working today and every company is just supposed to be on board but I guess that's king rights but I'm actually I don't think it's by force for them to give you I think companies actually nice in you by giving you the back holiday is it not a right no I think that's why like um like I've got Tesco Morrison's all them places in my head retail places have to the staff still work in it oh my gosh but then don't those places pay extra for working on like I remember I always used to want to work a bank holiday because I got like extra pay it was like one and a half pay instead of one. Oh, girl I did not oh get out I did not we had to work two bank holidays we had to either work boxing day Christmas Eve or New Year's on New Year's Day we had to work two of those when I worked in retail and you no. were not paid extra it was back no. all force not yeah, okay like eight pounds an hour yeah not okay that is horrible yeah oh it just made me deep like as a as an individual i'm thinking yes bank holiday here we come but actually if one day i am a business owner boy i'll actually be crying on bank holidays i'll no longer be exciting <laughs> yeah 
That's a good point. I guess it's the cash. You know what? There's a lot of cash loss things that employers just have to do for human rights. <laughs> like yeah, boy. bank holidays. Listen, pregnant women, pregnant women. Oh God, someone yeah. got pregnant, maternity leave, and then got pregnant again. So now, like, basically having two years off paid because it's maternity leave. Like, what a cash loss for the company. Girl, don't tempt me now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes I actually just think about maternity leave. I'm like, like, I know Billy wants kids. I'm like, you know what? I might have one just for a year off. (laughs) Oh, that's the reason to do it. (laughs) But I don't get it for Christmas. The dog is for life. So I really need to think about the Not that a child is a dog, but you get the moral of the story. (laughs) Yes, I get it. I get it. God. But it does sound exciting, like a whole year off work. When would you ever get that? Yeah, but you're off work to do a worse job, which is to look after a child. Yeah, that's tough. Sorry, or arguably a better job. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe one day we'll know. Who knows? Um, but yeah, food for thought on this fine bank holiday Monday. Bit negative, but that's what I'd raise the topic, you know? Well, enjoy your day off, guys, whilst your employers are screaming at the cash loss. <laughs> yes I hope it all laughing up I hope it's sunny the weather's been good lately like okay you know it's been a bit mixed but at least we have bright evenings exactly okay so this week we again thought we'd keep it light-hearted on this cheeky four-day week we thought we'd talk about networking get the drinks flowing get some food a little bit of chit-chat here and there what are we feeling about networking? Are people good at it? Are people bad at it? And then basically top tips. Yes. So what did we actually ask? We asked if people have any top tips for networking. Shall I start? Yes. Okay. So it's a great one to start on. Someone said, if they look like they're bored, they're bored. Don't waste your time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, wait, as in, like, don't go up to someone if they look bored? Potentially, or if you're talking to someone and they're bored of you, I think. Oh, I hate, oh my gosh, so this happened to me, oh, this was so embarrassing. This happened to me at a networking event. I went up to someone, I'm not going to say the company because I might want to work for them one day, (laughs) but I went up to this big corporate that I've always been really interested in. Like they always do cool sustainability moves. And I was like, right, I have to speak to this person. So I went up to him and I'm like, hello, blah, blah. And he's literally, literally looking around whilst I'm talking to him. And I'm like, oh, because also at this event, there were like, I'm going to say like five people that were in my age group and that everyone else was a lot senior and older. So he must have been looking at me like, you're not going to give me anything that I'm looking for right now. Like I need to speak to the other CEO of whatever to get. Yeah. And I was like, this is so embarrassing. But then I persisted because I was like, no, like (laughs) you're going to remember me. And (laughs) then I asked like a different question and I asked a really specific question about the company and like one particular sector and then he was like oh do you know what send me a message on LinkedIn and then I can connect you to the correct person I was like cool I didn't yeah but like I've been there and it's it's awkward man and it's so easy to just want to walk away but if you actually want to talk to them persist that's mad impressive that you did that I'm not gonna lie I would have just walked away I find like sometimes especially when there's older people it's so nerve-wracking because you're Mm. like 
sometimes you can feel like you have nothing of value to add yeah and, and I like def- you don't need me Ex- no and I definitely felt like that especially because he was looking around and I was like right he's looking for someone more interesting and it's the worst it's actually the worst but yeah, it's awful. you never know if you you might be able to turn it around but it's also awful I have two things to say on this it's also awful when you're the person who's stuck with someone because I'm not gonna lie I've been there where I'm like oh who can I go to next because you know you don't want to like I feel like networking events are meant to be fast paced fast paced it's meant to be like speed dating yes like sometimes you get stuck in a group and you're like damn <laughs> I if I'm in a group I can I find it easier to walk away I'll just be like, I'm just gonna go get a drink or whatever yeah. and Please then pop to the toilet yeah pop to the toilet yeah mm. whatever get a little snack <laughs> but if you are just with one person it does seem a bit disrespectful like oh yeah it's tough and also on the topic of being young someone told me to lie about my age he was like don't say you're however old you are he was like he this guy was 22 and when I first met him he told me he was 25 apparently he does it to everyone wait why because it makes him look like he's been in the com- the company the the industry a lot longer and he said that people take him more seriously people are ageist should I start saying I'm 30? Sis, they'll be asking for your skincare routine if you do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a good point though. No, I, yeah. oh God, I think I have this bias. I've just realised. I was speaking to someone at the last networking event I went to and like he was, he did a really cool role at another company that I was really interested in as well. And I'm like, whoa, need to talk to you. Blah, blah. <laughs> and then... um he spoke so senior and stuff and then I was like he asked me about uni and stuff and he was like oh yeah I just graduated last year as well and I was like so you're my age so I'm wasting time with you (laughs) like you're not gonna give me a job (laughs) it's not it's bad like it's actually bad I gravitate towards graduates because I'm like I'm building my network for the future yeah that's a good point when I'm good at my job and I'm important, you two will be important and we can help each other. I'm like, there's no point in me going to the top people. I, I barely bother with people like really high up because you're not going to remember me. You don't care about me. I'm nothing to you. Like I'm actually nothing. I'm not going to get you the deal. This is really interesting because I kind of do the opposite. So I'd be intrigued to know what other people do. If they Do you go to the people higher or do you mm. go to the bottom feeders like us? Yeah, I'd be interested as well. Mm. Mm. Let us know, guys. Let us know. What else have we got? Okay, someone said preparation. Make sure you check what are you hoping to get out of the event and therefore prep for what you need when you're at the event. So I think this is like, if you're... To be fair, this is a good one because every time I go to a networking event, I never prep. And then when I'm there and I get these like booklets of like the speakers and stuff, I kind of wish like... like Because I think it'd be really good if you have if you know the speakers that are going to be there or whatever, what you, if you know the topics, what it's going to be about, you can read around it. So your conversations at the networking event are more intelligent because I find myself where I'm like, I've done, I just know the title of the event, but I know nothing else. And I go and then I'm like, Oh, this is really interesting. Like I'm going to read around this. And because I'm so clueless at the networking event, I don't really have much to contribute to the conversation. So I think prepping is good. Yeah, I definitely prep before events. But I do think it can take the fun out of an event. 
Mm. Like I, I definitely prep for the big events because I'm like, I need to know about this topic. I need to know what we have coming out, when it's coming out, what it's going for. Like there's so much I need to know before I go to an event. And I'm just like, it actually makes me not excited for the event because I'm just trying to fucking memorize stuff. And when I get there, all I'm thinking about is, oh my God, let me not forget this. Let me not forget this. But then if you don't do it, people ask you questions you'll look silly so it's kind of like a lose-lose situation they're just stressful events like they just are I feel like until you've built a rapport with people and they end up just being your friends Mm. and you're just like let's just talk about nonsense and we'll text each other tomorrow the business like I'll send over the details tomorrow to get me into this that kind of thing I yeah I completely agree I definitely don't think I'm at the stage of my career where I can enjoy networking events like that I enjoy it in the sense of like when people are speaking like the keynote speakers and stuff I'm like wow this is really interesting like I'm learning something but then it's just then it's just a big nerve-wracking thing after like trying to speak to people and stuff like that whereas I I do think when you know other people you're like oh my gosh Abby Mm -hmm. whatever (laughs) then you can actually it's it's meant to be the socializing part at the end right like then you Mm -hmm. can actually like socialize and enjoy but I'm not there yet yeah or when you just get further on in your career and you have so much knowledge that you can engage in these like like really intellectual conversations and they're just natural to you like I can't wait for that point yeah exactly time will tell on that note I feel like we just spoke about it but someone actually said people like people don't only talk work share snippets of your personal life too Mm. which is very true like do a bit of a mix do you drink at networking events when I first, so in my first year of working, I didn't. Um, but I found that that was frowned upon. People would be like, come on, you're boring. Come on, have one. So I'd have like, I'd have like one glass. Um, but if it's a massive networking event and like the whole industry is there, I try to refrain. Mm. I've only got super drunk at one networking event. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it wasn't like terrible. How about you? Do you drink? This is the thing. I don't like drinking at work think work functions anyways, to be mm. honest. Um but I've really realized it this year because obviously drinks are free at these networking events. And I went yeah. to one and I like I wasn't at all drunk or anything, but I'm concentrating so hard on what I'm saying that it's it's di- more difficult if I've been drinking. So now I've just like I've this year I was just like, yeah, I'm just not even going to drink at networking events because I don't need it like it doesn't make me feel any like I don't need it and it's just actually making me forget stuff that I needed to say anyways and because it's an intelligence thing for me a networking event in my mind is like you're showing how intelligent you are because you're talking about things in your industry I need to be on tip-top like tip-top condition and I was concerned that like people would think I'm boring as well because I went to one and like this guy was this like older guy he was saying like oh like yeah let's have drinks blah blah like he's like take advantage of the fact that there's loads of free drinks and I'm like I don't want to and then I met this yeah. woman who was like the head of like she's like an a head of something at some big bank and when I was with her someone came around to give to give drinks and she was like oh no I don't drink I was like oh if she's done it and she mm-hmm. <laughs> she's at the top of her game then I can do it so yeah I don't drink either no I love that I think it's good like not to be pressured and I fully hear what you're saying I think in property from my experience anyway people are big drinkers boy Mm. so like everyone's just there to have a good time like 
there is that intellectual bit but it just comes so naturally to people yeah like so they just they drink they enjoy like I, I see it like it just I see how it works like the drinking and the the networking um but also I'm like you I need a clear mind yeah I feel like when you're confident with anything you can do it when you're drunk like you can mm. talk about it or whatever but because I like we're just not at that stage where it's like I can spit out bars like that and make it yeah. coherent and all of that it's just no no fully agree sober things um someone said stand out so for example I wore a green outfit to my last networking event so people would remember me wow this is different I've never heard this before like I've not heard of anyone doing this do you know what I like when I'm getting ready for a networking event because a lot of my like work stuff are like it's well in life (laughs) my wardrobe (laughs) is like quite bright and Mm -hmm stuff like that so when I'm like going to a networking event I'm like should I wear like black to like so I don't fully stand out like I that is I don't exactly really... what I do <laughs> always if in doubt black if in doubt black outfit black dress black trousers whatever in black like but then is it like if you're talking to someone and they won't they might not remember your name but they'll be like oh yeah I did I met or say you're there with your firm or whatever and they're like yeah I did meet this girl she was wearing a green dress like I can't remember her name don't remember her role don't remember what she did but she was wearing a green dress like maybe it would be a good thing no I actually I still won't do it because I'm not confident (laughs) to be wearing these bold colors you know me um but I think that's so smart like it's so true and also I feel like some of the bigger events that I've been to if people are dressed in bright colors and stuff they, the photogra- photographers what the fuck are they called the photographers tend to actually take proper loads of shots of them because they look good they look vibrant rather than just getting a picture of like four men in black suits yeah that's a good point and yeah, you know what and actually, i feel like did wear like a velvety suit to an event that i went to and it really did it did stick in my mind i was like oh, velvet suit wow hmm I do think like it does exude a sort of confidence if you're willing to wear something that doesn't blend in. It does. And now that you've said it, I saw something <laughs> on Instagram the other day. <laughs> yeah. And it said that if you wear, there's actually like something to do with like, I'm going to say the way your brain works and colours and the feelings and emotions they let off. And mm. apparently if you wear green, it does make you come across as like really trustworthy and something else really like it genuinely the colors you wear affects the way someone feels about you without them even knowing well you really we can really do a mental manipulation to get what we want in this life yeah that's so smart do you know what I never even I saw that the other day and I was like well fuck that I'm not wearing bright green but actually mad smart mad smart like guys think about the colors you're wearing Ellie's going to buy a green blazer now (laughs) she is she is to be fair I have khaki like dark khaki blazer um, (laughs) bright green now Bright green, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Okay, should we do one more each and then move on to dilemmas? Yeah. Okay. Someone said, don't pressure yourself. Building a network takes time and the best relationships are built organically. Mm. I like that. I do like that. I should take that advice myself. (laughs) 
Do you know what? I think with networking, it definitely is the case. And that like that same night that that guy was like looking around and not wanting to speak to me, I spoke to someone else and because they'd like they had obviously they didn't know who the hell I was but they've heard of my company and they know what my company's doing so then they invited me to one of their networking events which is happening like the day after and I think that's like and now like I've got a connection with them I don't know when that will come in handy again but I definitely think it is an overtime thing I've definitely been to a networking event where I'm like that was interesting but like not I got nothing out of that to be honest apart from a couple of notes that I could have read online so it's not it's not every day gonna be success but when it is it can be very good no it's so true I've been to so many where like I'll go back into the office the next day and he's not here anymore at my firm but my old manager will be like who did you meet what information did you get and genuinely it made me hate the job like it I felt he didn't even mean it like that but I felt so pressured to go to an event and retract information from people that I just Mm. was not enjoying them like I wasn't making relationships I was coming across as stiff it was inorganic like it just wasn't working and now I'm like just go there have fun chat to people like just take the pressure off I like that yeah I completely agree with that it will will happen when it happens don't force it someone's not really your cup of tea or you're not their cup of tea it's not the end of the world there'll be someone else yeah I completely agree I completely agree. And I think in this age of technology, LinkedIn is your best friend. Mm, like LinkedIn yeah. is your best friend. I only found out, and which was embarrassing, because I feel like as Gen Z, we should know all, all things social media. And someone was like, this older guy showed me like you can get a QR code on LinkedIn. I think so, I knew this, but I don't know how to do it. So I figured he showed me how to do it. Basically, when you're on the LinkedIn app, you go to your profile and then you can find a QR code. So instead of people searching up your name and how do you spell Maggie? Is it Maggie? Because people always hear Maggie, not Maggie. And then there, I've lost the connection. Just get out the QR code and that's it. Like they just turn on their camera. Boom, done, sorted. Yeah, that that is a top tip. If you're at a networking event, me personally, I'm never going to remember anyone's names. So I always quickly add them on LinkedIn. Because also the business card days are going. Like I still get quite yeah. a few business cards, but like I don't. Our company doesn't have business cards, so mm. you you never know. Um, also, my friend, what? So she's in the creative industry, and I thought this was genius. She has this thing on the back of her phone. It's like it looks like um, you know, like those puppet things that people used to. Oh have. yeah, yeah. It looks like that. Um. I think I might be completely like I was sticker or something like that. I can't remember. But basically people scan it and they get up her Instagram profile and like her whole portfolio of her work. So you can actually like also buy these like QR things if you don't, if your industry is not like LinkedIn related, because I know like a lot of industries Mm -hmm. don't use LinkedIn, but you can also get these things that you can just put on your phone. And then that's so cool. Like people are on your portfolio straight away. That is so good. yeah yeah. love that very much but there was a good tip and it said um to ask because maybe the person you're talking to is not the right person to talk to but their company might be and you just Mm -hmm. ask them do you know anyone that could be of value to me in because I work in this field or whatever and then they connect can connect you with someone else and then I think that's kind of cool this happened to me 
And I messaged them like, oh, hi, like um, Greg or whatever gave me your LinkedIn and said you work in blah, blah, like I'm really interested. At the end of the day, people love to talk about themselves. So more, more often than not, it will be helpful. Yeah. You know what, though? Some advice that someone did give me, and it's not necessarily networking. Well, it, it kind of is, but it's like more like if you're reaching out to someone and you want to have a coffee with someone. Say you meet someone at a networking event. And you ask, like, you say you're really interested, yada, yada. Can we go for a coffee sometime? And they actually agree. So, okay, you've, it's, you, it's been a lot of steps for you to get there anyways. But okay. say, say you did get there. Someone said to me, and she's um, really senior now. She's, like, working at another really big bank. Um, always bring a gift with you. So it's not like a chocolate or anything like that. Bring something that they'll find interesting. So, for example, if they work in they work in sustainability of buildings for example and your company has just produced a report on the best buildings that there there are around whatever print that out and bring it to them and say i think you might find this interesting or it might maybe it's got nothing to do with them but it's in the same industry just say oh you might be interested in this report that my company just published and give it to them because then it's like showing that you you have intrigue in the actual information and that mm. I don't know like they'll remember that you've done that and I thought that was quite cool yeah I like that because we attach them to our signatures in our email but be honest like how many reports do you get through or like newsletters or information a week a day yeah on your email like if you actually have it printed in front of you you'd probably be more compelled to read it yeah and it was sticking in my mind yeah I really like that dilemmas let's get into it like someone said this is a top tip slash a horror or probably comedy story for you I used to forget (laughs) I used to forget who I had met at networking events this is so me (laughs) this is so common I know So so this person kept an excel spreadsheet of the people I had met with their names where they worked and one key fact that's wild that's actually wild. But I think smart. But actually, who has time to revise that? Imagine revising that and everything else you need to know before an event. For example, Glenn works at Tesco and his wife just gave birth. This served me well for quite a while. And before any networking event, I would review it. I think people quite like the fact that I quote unquote remember things about them. Until one day, a member of my team found my spreadsheet saved on our shared drive. Oh, God. Obviously, he thought I was an absolute weirdo and questioned why I've kept a note of Glenn Kidd's birthday or Shelley's dog's name. (laughs) From that day day on, I kept the list saved on my private drive, but I would still recommend this to anyone with a terrible short-term memory like me. I've made some good connections using this method, and it makes for a funny story at networking events now. I kind of love that, but I'm kind of like, imagine keeping a list of every single person you've ever met. It must just be the important ones, right? Yeah, it must just be the important ones. Actually, um, that that same woman that gave me the advice of giving a gift to someone when you meet them, she also said because she did that, she went to COP, which is the climate conference oh, for yeah. the whole world. So there's hella people there, and she said the best thing you can do when you're at these events is when they give you a business card, if they give you a business card. If not, I guess some I don't know screenshot their LinkedIn and write a note or something. But if they give you a business card then literally write anything to make you remember them. So it'd be like bald guy or ginger guy who works at X company or something. Like she said, she'd literally write at the back of their business card, 
bald guy, so she remembers. That's even worse. Imagine you drop the card and the person finds it and they're like, hold on, this is how someone describes me. <laughs> no, because it really has your name on it. And at the back that it is... says bald guy. <laughs> no, that's bad. I couldn't. Or if like you go into your pocket to get a piece of gum or, or your own business card and someone else's accidentally slips out. That's worse than the spreadsheet for me. Yeah, it's less effort though because you can just do it on the moment there. Yeah, I do love them. They're both very inventive methods. Um, I think I'll stick with not remembering people. I, I honestly, I, I'm not good with remembering names like that. Like I have to mm. hear it a couple of times. I do remember faces though, but it is awkward if you go to meet someone and you're like, and especially if they, oh my gosh, if they know your name embarrassing there have been several times where people have come up to me and been like hi and I'm like hey (laughs) and I don't know who they are my colleagues like that's seven so or when people don't remember me and I'm like we've definitely met before but I'm just gonna pretend we haven't hi my name's Ellie oh I hate that I hate that I hate that that is like a dent in my pride have you seen um you've definitely seen Devil's Wear Devil Wears Prada? Love Devil Wears Prada. You know that scene when like they're at that gala event or something and Emily's like got the whole list yeah. and she's like, this is Anne and she works at blah blah. Kids have been divorced for two years or whatever. Like she knows yeah. all that's what you oh, need that in is your brain. such a good reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's so true. Love that. Okay. So we jump in to, I think we have two, two little dilemmas. So, hey girls, perfect timing for an episode on networking, as I have not a massive dilemma, but a small incident I find myself pondering over and I could really use some advice. So I went to a social last Thursday with a colleague from my work and a few people from other firms. Long story short, but I had a great night and a few of us agreed to start a new thing where we could meet up once a month. I was super happy about this as it's nice to have a group of people to chat to about work, life, etc. Anyway, it turns out the invite was only for me and not for my colleague, as apparently the vote is unanimous and she came across as rude and snobby. Damn. I quote one guy said, sorry, I quote, one guy said she will not make it in this career. She is too hostile. This came as a complete shock to me as I actually get on very well with her. I can see how she may come across as a bit blunt, but nothing I can't handle. My dilemma now is do I go to the drinks and just not tell her that she's not invited? Or do I tell her why she is not invited? I hate confrontation and find this so awkward, but I'm keen to make friends outside of my workplace. So definitely want to go to the drinks. What do I do or what would you do? Surely if I'm off for secret drinks every last Thursday of the month, she will soon ask where to. Wait, she's not invited because she's not the person who organises it doesn't think she's cut out for the job. Yeah, they think she's rude and blunt. Ah, sticky. That's techie, but I ain't telling her. None of my business. Yeah, personally, I'm not telling her. I'm not trying to get involved. And then she said and he said, and I'm one of the she's like, no. Yeah, but then devil advocate, when you go, because I was just thinking in my head, yeah, if you go for them drinks, you could be like, oh, I'm going for drinks um, on a Thursday. But actually, yeah, what if she's like, who is? And then she clocks that you're going to these drinks with these people and you actually look so sneaky. You might lose her. She's your friend. If she's your friend, maybe you could just say to her, like, oh, you know, like, 
I not say like, oh, he said, but just be like, you know what, like, not gonna lie, these these people ain't they're not like us. Like sometimes when you say like just I'd say I'd lie and I'd be like, Do you know the other day I said something and he took it to offense? So like I'm just letting you know that now I'm watching how I speak to people. So maybe you should as well. Or like I'd I'd just pretend mm. like that way around of things. Yeah, or maybe just go, yeah, go to the drinks and just pretend you forgot about her. Just be like, oh yeah, I forgot we met them together. I saw them again. Ow. This is awful. It, I think yeah. that calls for a little white lie. I think so too. Sometimes lying's the best policy. <laughs> yeah, definitely don't tell her. Or should you just be honest and be like, excuse me, sis, sort yourself out because you're coming across as a bitch. Like, <laughs> Yeah, honestly, it depends how close you are with them. I kind of want someone to tell me. If I've, if I've displayed myself poorly, I'd actually, it will hurt, but I kind of think I'd want someone to pull me to the side and be like, look, Ellie, you didn't hold yourself well there. But it's fine you can bring it back like just next time yeah I feel like I'd want someone to tell me to be honest but it depends because if I am an actual rude person then am I going to be able to take it and am I going to be rude to you for telling me then you don't want them in your life anyway well there we go <laughs> okay good luck with that one <laughs> sorry good we luck. didn't help good luck with it so we did receive another dilemma this week and it says I really have nothing in common with the people I end up at networking events with. They say to be authentic and friendly, but it's really hard when there's no social common ground. Tips on how to socialise at networking events. Yeah, that's a tough one. I feel like that kind of stemmed our question for the week. And I think we've spoke about the fact, like, I have definitely felt that before. Mm. Um, I think, honestly, just take the pressure off. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Like, if you don't find common ground, you don't. One day you'll find someone. Or maybe, maybe it's just not the career for you. Like, some careers are very centred around one type of personality, almost. Mm -hmm. And either you'll find someone who's the same as you and it will be great. Or you just won't and you just have to get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's just something you have to deal with. They're just going to be something that you don't enjoy. You do them once a month or however often you have to do them and just find a work common ground like just discuss work in that case yeah I feel like ask about their career like how they got to this role mm -hmm. even if this is their first come like even if you're speaking to someone at our level we still have a journey that we went through like we did a degree we did a master's and yeah. now we're People here on like a journey girl it was hard <laughs> exactly like so I think that question you can ask to anyone like how did you get mm -hmm. to your role you can ask like like what's the most challenging thing about your role at the moment in the current climate <laughs> like I don't know like you can yeah if it if all else fails socially just ask about work because there has to be a common ground because you're at the same networking event right yeah and I found when like before I I don't really have a massive network but I have a little network now of people that are like cling to at these, these events but if you don't have people yet just stay with one of your colleagues and get them to introduce you to their network yeah no I think definitely if you're with a colleague it's great because they can be like oh this is so and so like she works in blah blah team but I also think because I've most most because I work remotely and my team is not in the UK I mostly go to these events by myself and I think it's actually better like I'm like oh I'm here by myself like 
what company are you from? And then I think when you say you're here by yourself, people are hearing I'm alone. <laughs> like, <laughs> help talk to me, please. <laughs> Love and, that. <laughs> and then they do talk to you. So you can, like, I think, I don't know. I, I think it's all right. Like, just say it. If that's the case, like, you're alone and you feel awkward, just be like, oh, I'm here alone. Like, don't know anyone. What's your name? Like, where do you work? Blah, blah. And then it's fine. Just breaking the ice. Yeah, look for friendly faces and look for groups. It's easier to insert yourself into a big group of people that are talking than it is to like a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Bruv, there's nothing what oh god, I hate this feeling. And you know I'm even a confident person, like I'm extroverted. I'm I I feel like I like socializing. You have a separate for your head's too big to fit through the door. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But there's nothing worse than walking around a networking event looking for someone to talk to. Oh my gosh, why is it the most embarrassing thing on earth? Like you're just hurt walking around. my chest <laughs> genuinely you need what is the saying what is the saying What's the saying you're trying to say? thick skin you need thick skin to go to networking events your pride will be smashed again and again you'll walk around like a loser you'll join conversations and people will air you or people will look at you like why are you even trying to join my conversation guys it happens it's painful it hurts we've all been there pick yourself up and go find someone else Guys, the right worst thing that happened to me was, so I didn't know anyone at this event. And then I saw one guy and I was like, wait, he works with me. I've never actually spoken to him because he's on such a different team to me. And so I don't really speak to him. Um, but I, I knew his face. So I went to go over and say hello. I'm like, oh, hey, like we both work at yada yada. I work in yada yada team. And then he literally was like, oh, it's just because basically I went in. as he was trying to talk to one of the keynote speakers, but I didn't know. I didn't know he was waiting to speak to him. And then he literally said, he was like, oh my gosh, I was waiting like half an hour to speak to him. I wanted to die. I wanted to die. People are so rude, man. Would he not have kept that to himself? I know. I think it honestly just slipped out. And then I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Behind chest. <laughs> but I was like, oh my gosh, that was so awkward. Yeah, it really happens. Honestly, like there have been networking events where for hours I'm like, this is painful. I am struggling to hold a conversation here. Yeah, It happens. oh, It happens. I hate <laughs> it. I like Loki. I hate it. Oh my gosh, I've just realized through this episode that I Loki. <laughs> No, there are some days, yeah, where you'll go to a networking event and you'll have the most fun. Like, you'll have as much friends as you would with your girls on a Saturday night. Like, you will have... Oh, I've been to some good networking events, girl. And then there are some where it's just not it. And it's painful, but you just do it. And you know at the end of the night, you're going home to your bed. Bloody That's what keeps me going. <laughs> hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. or you'll get I a cheeky McDee's on the way home, like... do. Do you know what? I do like the little foods that they give at networking events. They're so ridiculous and tiny. And it's like, what is this little roll of nothing? But I'm just like, yeah, some more, some more, some more. <laughs> Yeah, they do. I'm always taking in fun of the food. The breakfast ones are brilliant. I I've never love been a to breakfast a breakfast networking one. event. How do I find them? Because that's so me. You're, I'm such a morning person. you are missing out. I don't know. They're just advertised. Like people send them around on email. Oh, oh actually, no, that's property. I was going to say there's this, there's this property one. It's always breakfast. Do you know, I feel like look for groups. Like there's like a, 
uh, women in property network and a uh, ladies in real estate network and there's all these type of networks and they'll host breakfast and stuff like that mm, and I've okay. been to a lot of those by myself and I've never felt like left out at those okay yes there's also guys this episode is, is dragging but we can do another one in, se- oh, in season two but um there is clearly there is like literally a mechanical difference I don't know if I've made this up, but I'm telling you now. In the way that women and men socialise. Tell me. Men are more like, men will go on golf days, not that I'm opposed, please take me even though I can't play, Um, still. Whereas women, women can stand there and chat for ages about anything, about life, about weekends, about shopping, about whatever they've done with their weekend. Whereas I find men have less patience. Men and need they get to, something to entertain themselves. They do, sis. That's why these breakfasts that I'm going to where it's just women, I'm never struggling for conversation. You'll always find someone who will talk to you. That's how I found it anyway. The ones where I go to where it's mainly men, sometimes I'm just like, okay, oh my gosh. I need to find my little women in sustainable finance group so I can start going to yes, breakfast. Yeah, the breakfasts are phenomenal. You've got your little croissant, your pan au chocolat, your fruit parcels. <laughs> fantastic no complaint I don't even need the people there (laughs) oh my gosh life-changing okay cool yeah we forgot to mention at the beginning of this episode guys this is the last episode of season one oh my gosh thank you for joining us on this journey I feel like we shared quite a bit of our lives you guys have shared a lot yeah (laughs) (laughs) you know what though I'm really proud of us for like being consistent. Yes. We haven't missed a week since we started. No, we haven't. We'll be back in a few weeks with new topics. Please, 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 if you have any ideas for topics, if you have anything you're struggling with at the moment, anything, even if it's a topic we've already done, send it in. We will answer your queries, your questions, work or life related to grownupsthepodcast at gmail.com. Or DM us at Grown Ups the Podcast. Thanks, guys. Have a lovely break from us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>